This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm pumped up. Are you pumped up for the new Zelda game? Is that why? Uh... Let's say yes. Okay, it, it is the episode on Zelda, so yeah, you should say yes. Are you pumped up for the new Zelda I game? I am pumped up for the new Zelda game. Are we getting right into the no, topic No, no, no. I'm just saying we, we can still have a little chit-chat. It's fine. Can I tell you my thing with video games? Okay. I think they're a waste of time. <laughs> Are you a parent from the 80s? No, Tom, you know me. Mm-hmm. I waste a lot of time. I waste <laughs> right. most of my time. Mm. Left to my own devices. If somebody isn't like... Left to your own devices like a phone, Nintendo Switch, <laughs> iPad. If someone isn't yelling at me in the uh, moment, I'm not like focused on doing anything. You're not anything. doing anything. Yeah. yeah, I'm mostly just zoning out. Yeah. But when I'm playing a video game, mm. I'm very conscious of like, my life is ticking away. I have precious, <laughs> I have precious days, weeks, yeah. months, hours on this earth, and here I am, uh, you know, making a little guy move across, uh, dodge barrels on a screen. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've they've gotten past that stage in video games now. What are you talking about? They're they're a lot more uh, involved. Yeah, it's more barrels, ju- more <laughs> more platforms to jump yeah, on. I understand technology's come a long way. They can put as many barrels as they want in there now. A bigger monkey at top, oh, the top well, throwing they, them no, there. They haven't figured that part out yet. Come on. You gotta, <laughs> they're working on it. They're though. working on it day and night. It's a very dangerous thing to figure out. Um, no, Tom, mm-hmm. look, I'm probably the only person on earth who's trying to like force himself to get into video, video games, games? Uh-huh. It's like, no, I don't... i'm sure there's some like divorced dads <laughs> out there doing the same it's just like all I... right Fortnite, Fortnite. <laughs> all right let's see how this no, works I'm, I, adjusting not... your glasses <laughs> i'm not doing it to like be young or connect uh-huh. i just hear such good things about video games yeah um, these days, it's come a long way from when the monkey throws the barrels at the at the man. Yeah. Um, and I bought games with money, with real <laughs> money, and I bought a a, a game system yes. that I haven't turned on since. I thought Animal Crossing was uh, gonna, you know, save everybody's sanity three yeah. years ago. Well, maybe it did, Tim. I maybe mean, we all did. came out of the pandemic much more sane. I, can I tell you something about Animal Crossing, Tom? What's that? Yeah, I started like remember when we were like, "Oh no, what are we gonna do? Like, we can't interact with people." And we're like, yeah. "Ooh, through this virtual world, I'll yeah. be a raccoon." Yeah, it, it almost it almost seemed like Nintendo was behind everything. Because it came out, I think, like a month after yeah. like lockdown started. And it's like, oh, I have no social life. I can't do anything. I can't go out. I can't hang out with my friends. And Nintendo's like, what if we told you for sixty dollars <laughs> you can be, you can have a bunch you can have a bunch of animals as your friends. Yeah. And I bought into it and I did uh-huh. it. Yeah, I and bought then, into it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like it's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> no, I bought into the the whole You like, bought the game. I bought the game, yeah. but I also bought into the narrative that like this will be a suitable replacement, <laughs> replacement. for your real life. Right. And then I played it for hours, I uh, guess. And I never like, oh, understood. This guy's just like uh, my friend Tom. He talks like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I hear when you talk. <laughs> yeah. Um. I 
I don't know. I still, to this day, don't know what I was supposed to be doing in that game. Well, I mean, Animal Crossing is an interesting example because that truly is a game where, as far as I, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think there really is like an end goal. Like, I don't think you can beat that game. Right. You and I, I'm not, I don't, look. Actually, no. When, I, when, when I'm playing a video game, mm-hmm. I think I do need that, like, yeah. here are the goals. I need to achieve these things. Otherwise, if it's just like, oh, no. Just, just come like, hang out. Just come hang out. I can do that. It was like uh, when people got really good at uh, rock band and, mm-hmm. like, Guitar Hero. Yeah. And, like, would spend a lot of time on that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why don't we just spend time practicing real guitar? Yeah. And then you could, like, really know how to play guitar at the end of it. Right. And it's just like... I'm going to spend all my time in Animal Crossing yeah. collecting raccoon coins or whatever. Mm-hmm. Why don't I collect human <laughs> coins in the real world uh, and retire in five years? But I think, you know, uh, like something like Rock Band and Real Instruments, even spending an absurd amount of time practicing Rock Band and Guitar Hero that same amount of time put into actual guitar is still not going to like yield enough results for most people. I think enough results for what? Like you could, if you spend a to have thousand... a skill. Yeah, uh, but you could be go one your Gladwell ten thousand hours thing. <laughs> I'm saying if you spend one thousand hours either learning guitar or learning uh, Guitar Hero, at the end of it, you're probably going to be one of the best Guitar Hero players in the world. Right, but you're just going to be another guitar player playing in a cover band at a bar. Yeah, but that sounds fun. So does rock band and Guitar Hero. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I think uh, we had Guitar Hero. We played it a lot. Yeah. Um, I think I was mad because I wasn't good at Guitar Hero, but yeah. I was better at guitar, the real guitar, than everybody I was playing against. <laughs> so that was it. So that I'd was just. <laughs> Go into my room, come out with a guitar, and be like, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, hey, guys, why don't you listen to me play this instead? Yeah. Yeah. Play Santa Well, I also everybody. remember I had rock band, and you and Paul broke the drums because you were playing them like they were real drums. Yeah. Well, we're drummers. Well, the, these are toy you can't drums. can't ask drummers not to drum. I, I asked you just not to hit it so damn hard. Yeah. Well, you can't ask me to not hit things so damn hard. <laughs> Those things are really built like shit, too. I guess. Yeah. I mean, they were just very plasticky. Because I remember, like, the uh, uh, the, the uh, bass drum, yeah, yeah. the uh, pedal broke because it was just plastic. And I had to, like, get a new one that was metal. And, I mean, to your you point. You spent a lot on Yeah, to equipment. your point, that is when it's like, why am I buying an, a new uh, pedal for <laughs> fake drums? Why don't I buy some real drums if I'm going to do this? Yeah. But I'll tell you what, that new pedal You'd is pretty good. You'd be a regular good. John Bonham by now. Yeah. <laughs> at, 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 17 uh, years later. The uh, Dead at the bottom of a pool. <laughs> uh, he's the one who died in the pool, right? They all died in the pool, I think. <laughs> Um, no, that was Brian Jones, right? Oh, yeah. That, maybe that's who I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. John Bonham died another way. How did John Bonham die? Is that something know. you could ask Siri? Um, Probably not. I mean, you can ask Siri anything, but I don't know if uh, Siri will come back. Probably uh, like drugs, right? Yeah. That's well, going to be my guess. Uh, John Bonham. <clears throat> early years, death. <laughs> <laughs> that's in his early years. Man, I, I mean, guess he, he was, was he pretty was, young yeah, when he, he was died. Really young. Uh, Drug overdose, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
vomited and choked. Yeah. That happened that happened a lot back then. Pulmonary aspiration. Yeah. That's you know, sad. Yeah. Not a good way to go. Anyway, video games. Um I'm with you. I do feel very uh very guilty when I play games too much. And I try not to because I, I think I'm You're like, I should be at church. <laughs> I should I should be Saying prayers, I should be memorizing. I'm not doing this when I can be can I be reciting the rosary. Yeah, um, no, and I've tried to like get myself out of that. I mean, of course, people do have problems with game addiction. People do play games too much, let it take over their lives, um, and that's that's a separate thing. And you hear about like uh, like people that you wouldn't think. Uh, Queen Elizabeth getting addicted to games, but I think sometimes just certain games hit certain people the right way. I found out about this recently, which I didn't know, but it makes sense that there's like a, a decent chunk of gamers that their thing is they really just play one game for like years. Really? Yeah. Donkey Kong? No, uh, more complicated games. Donkey Kong Junior. <laughs> uh, no, I see. I would think that'd be less complicated. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I take it all back. No, I think uh, there. It happens a lot with like uh, online games, like uh, game. What do they call them? Like games as a service, service live service games. That's what I'm thinking of. So, oh, LSGs. Yeah. So games like Destiny, you know, Destiny. I know Destiny turns on the radio. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's a movie from the eighties. Right. Um, I want to say it might be like Jim Belushi or something. But people just get into a game like that, and to be fair, it's like there's always new content coming out online. There's always new levels and new power ups and all this stuff. And like you could spend a ton of money in there, but it's it's geared to like not not be super predatory. You know, it's mm-hmm. geared more towards like we want. People playing this game, we want them to spend like $50 a year. Right. But we're not just trying to get whales. But people will play those games for like thousands of hours and and just get super into them. I saw, I don't know if I should dox, uh, but a, a friend of ours, a friend of the show that I like recently became friends with on the Switch, I saw how much they play certain games. I was like, oh my God. Really? Yeah, lots and lots and lots of time. conversation with you. Yeah. About maybe staging an intervention for this Maybe. Person. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? They're probably like, could beat the hell out of me at some of these games. So you became friends with somebody mm-hmm. on the Nintendo Switch. Yes. And what does that entail? What do you mean? What is like, like what's what, the social obligation? Well, What's the obligation? What what what's the selling point? Like, are mm. you and I friends on the Switch? I, I think, think we, we might are. be. Yeah. Does that mean we can play games against each other? Yeah, that means we can play games against each other. But it also means like. Also, it, I've been to. I'm, I've been subscribed <laughs> to uh, Switch, Switch Online, Online or something. I think it is yeah. Since 2019, I guess when I bought the Switch, uh-huh. maybe before that. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I've ever used it, <laughs> and I. Uh, a couple times I've tried to figure out how to cancel it, and I don't know yeah. how to cancel it. Luckily, it's uh, it's relatively inexpensive. I think it's twenty bucks a year. Yeah, but it's still I think it's twenty dollars a week. It's not bad. 
Um, I had to cancel something. I had to cancel uh, Apple Care on my iPhone this week, and uh, they made me call to do it. And I was actually like kind of surprised that uh, I didn't get a hard sell on it. Why would Isn't you cancel? Because I'm a big boy. I'm not going to break my phone. Do I need Apple Care on my new computer? I don't think so. No. Just be a big boy and don't break it. I'm a big boy, Tom. Yeah. I tell you every day I'm a big boy. Right. I mean, also, like, if you have, like, I'm a good man. If you, I'm a capable man. Uh, I also, like, if you have, like, renter's insurance or homeowner's insurance, like, Something like a computer. It's like, they'll cover a computer. You yeah. might have to pay a, a few hundred bucks deductible or whatever. Yeah, I don't care about that. I'm, I'm made of I don't care. I'll buy bucks. a new computer if I need <laughs> one. <laughs> I impulsively bought this computer. You know this, right, Tom? I, yeah. Tim, I Tim got a new computer. Like $1,600. It wasn't that impulsive. You had asked me about it a few weeks before. You yeah. knew it was like an impulse when you finally did it. You didn't plan to buy it. I was supposed to go on vacation, <laughs> right. and then there was a sickness, and we didn't go on vacation in yeah. the family. Right. <laughs> my, my son got a fever. I mean, we couldn't go on the plane. Yeah, yeah there I was, was going to say, why are, you, why are you being so cagey about it? Um, and then I was sitting around moping, and yeah. I was like, Ugh, I can't believe I'm not on vacation. I'm going to go to the Apple store and buy a computer. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, honey, I'm going out. <laughs> uh, give me the credit card. Um, yeah, we, we talked. <laughs> honey, lend me $1,600. <laughs> uh, I'm going to close the window. <laughs> We're trying to record a podcast in here. Unbelievable. Uh, you told me you were going to buy that computer before you bought it. So there you go. That's enough mm-hmm. uh, forethought. Oh, but we were talking about after you bought the computer. The, the, I feel like the shitty thing. I think we grew up when we were kids. Like I remember anytime a friend got a new computer, it was like, oh, did you hear the the so and so family just got a new computer. Compact Presario. They just got a compact Presario, or they oh, or God forbid, they got a Dell. Oh, uh, then the the I dudes sa- would be coming out. I right? saw that big uh, cow box outside their house, oh, yeah. and everybody would go over. And it was always like, look at what this new thing can do. It's got a CD-ROM drive. Oh, my God. It plays the Weezer video. <laughs> it has Encyclopedia and Carta. I can't believe it. We're going to spend so much time looking at the Encyclopedia now. Matthew Perry is showing me how to use the OS. <laughs> um, or it would have like a new modem that was way faster. or the Because even when computers were new when we were kids, I feel like we still knew like this sucks. <laughs> this thing really sucks. <laughs> yeah. I know this is like, it costs like $2,000 and is twice as fast as anything I've ever seen, but this still sucks. Like this still is not what I would want yeah. my experience to be, especially when we were like teenagers going online and everything was just so dog shit slow. I remember we, uh, I was hanging out at a friend's house, and his older brother was like a computer guy. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, you guys like the internet? Or he's <laughs> like, Tim, you like the internet? I was like, yeah. He's like, do you know about BBS? <laughs> like, what is that? The like, Yeah, bulletin or... board system. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, yeah, that sounds boring. <laughs> he's like, no, it's really cool. Let me show you. It's, it's one... a big boob sluts. <laughs> 
It was the most boring thing I've ever seen in my whole life. He was trying to convince me it was cool. It's like, that's okay, man. I don't have to think it's cool. Have you ever seen a ham radio, though? Look, I I get it. Like, I was on bulletin board systems when I was a kid, but I never showed it off to anyone. And he wasn't showing it off like, I'm cool for this. Like, it was very nice. He's like, I think you'll like this. This is actually oh, really cool. Th- that's an insult. Yeah, I, I think I deep down, I was like, what, what are oh, you trying to reply, you're sir? You're an indoor kid. I think you'll <laughs> like this. Uh, you have trouble socializing. Look, you can do it without being face-to-face with people. Uh, but I feel like when you got your computer and I got a new computer a few years ago and like the new computers are fantastic. They're like so much faster. It's pretty much the same the as battery all the other computers I've had well, since 2009. But listen, I'm getting there. I'm saying like they're, they're way faster. <laughs> I'm getting there. Just let me talk for 25 more minutes. <laughs> What I'm saying is they're they're faster. The batteries last a bit longer. The the screens are better. But then when you do it, it's like I mean, there's nothing this one can do that my old one could. Still couldn't. going to like NewYorkTimes.com. Yeah, it's like I'm still just going. I'm still just gonna like load up Chrome on here, yeah. and it's like, oh look at that, it's a little bit uh, faster. Uh, some of us are loading up Firefox. Wow, what an independent-minded person. Anyway, we're talking about video games. <laughs> or I'm booting up imdb.com to look up Destiny Turns on the Radio. <laughs> wow. And I was right, Jim Belushi. Yeah, and I, I mean, your old computer, you wouldn't have been able to even do that, I think. Nancy Travis, she was a real 90s lady, huh? I don't think I remember her. She was in stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, a lot of women that were in movies in the 90s, it was like, well, you're 30 now, yeah. you're retired. <laughs> Or like, oh, Harvey Weinstein killed yeah. her career. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, exactly. Anyway, we're not. So I married an axe murderer. Was she the the Harriet? Sweet Harriet. Oh, that was her. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Um, Tim, we're talking about Zelda this week, though. We're not talking about. So I married an axe murderer, or even wish Destiny we were turns on the radio. <laughs> uh, the Legend of Zelda, Tom. The Legend of Zelda. I forgot I was going to do this whole bit. Let's do the bit. I was going to do a whole bit about how people were so mad about the way we said Ma- Mario instead of Mario. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I hope that we can avoid that when we talk about the Legend of Zelda. <laughs> but it, it's too late now. Yeah. We can't redo the whole episode. Yeah. Um, yeah le- t- Tim, what do you know about the Legend of Zelda? Right. Not the actual legend, the game. All right. There's a game. Uh-huh. This is a guy, Link. Yeah. So right off the bat, you're like, okay, let me boot right, this up. Uh, and uh, Okay, I guess I'm Zelda here. It turns out, no, you're this guy, Link. Yeah. He dresses like Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. And then there's you got to like solve riddles or puzzles or something. Yeah, a lot and, of puzzles. Um, and then there's uh, like lore. A lot of lore. This, is, uh, this never appealed to me. Yeah. The, the thing that appealed to me... Mm-hmm. Was uh, the Legend of Zelda two? Okay, uh, the Adventures of Link. The Adventures of Link, because you were like, finally, the guy's name is in the title. Exactly, I know who I'm playing, and also this might have been the case for the other Zelda games. Mm-hmm. The cartridge was golden. Yeah, I know at least the first Zelda, the cartridge was golden. Well, I got news for you. We had Adventure of Link at my house. Also gold. A golden cartridge. Yeah. Uh, you know I what? I felt like Charlie Bucket himself <laughs> when I when I opened that package on Christmas morning. I mean, I remember uh, like the the 
friend of mine that had a Nintendo when I was like real little. Mm-hmm. Um, Me? Not you. Uh, well, I had one at the time. He had he had a decent amount of games. I think it was like mostly his dad's NES. Yeah, because it was in his parents' room. Because that's what I remember always being mad. Like, why aren't we playing Nintendo right now? And it'd be like, my parents said we can't go in there. Um, they're they're making love. Cool parents, huh? What not letting? I mean, not I like w- having a, a video game system in their room. Yeah, like in the it was probably like the mid eighties. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because they were 26. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) They were half our age right now. Um, But uh, I remember he had uh, the first Legend of Zelda, and we would occasionally put that in, but we were, like, too little to really know how to play it. It was too, like, look, you're a kid. Mm -hmm. You got Super Mario Brothers. Right, yeah. Where you're jumping on Koopa Troopas and... Mm -hmm. uh, Bouncing all around and the music's fun and the, yeah. well, the music and Link is fun, but then you then you put Zelda on and it's just like it's all boxy and weird and it's like you're looking at things from like the top down. Yeah, and, and you have to like kind of keep track of where you are. Yeah, it's not just okay. I start at the left and I keep going right until is Tom. Is this an RPG? Yes. Um. Uh, yeah. A role playing game. Yeah. It's a little bit different than like a traditional role playing game because it doesn't. And I'm not talking about uh, uh, your friend's parents' bedroom antics. <laughs> right. There was a lot of role playing in there too. Yeah. I don't think so. They got divorced. They, 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 there was uh, an affair going on. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and it was like an. It was like these were friends of my parents. Okay. Uh, oh, who did your parents wind up choosing? The uh, the one committing the infidelity or the victim of the infidelity? I think by this... Or was it a double infidelity no, situation? No, it, it was... Or was it a Pina Colada song situation? <laughs> no, it was not that they were thought they were going to cheat on each other, but it turned out they had answered each other's uh, ad in the paper. It was not one of those situations. Okay. That happens uh, more more infrequently than you would uh, think. More frequently? No, infrequently. <laughs> no. Oh, really? <laughs> um, well, then why does the song resonate with so many people? Also, who's... If not, hey, yeah, that happened to me. I can relate. <laughs> also, <laughs> That's I lo- how people like songs, right? I love the idea of like somebody putting a classified ad in to have an affair. Yeah. And somebody else just being like, Ugh, life's kind of boring. Let me see if anybody's looking to have an affair in the classified ad. Well, it, class- it was a personal ad. That's in the classifieds. <laughs> well, people were looking for love in the personal ad, which is insane. Yeah. They didn't even let you put a picture. No. No, they would just like have you, and I think that's Be like, why. Hey, I'm handsome. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> yeah, and you were charged by the by the letter. Yeah, I would so... just say I am handsome, and then put my my yeah. phone number. See what I got. <laughs> and if you had a little extra dough lying around, babes only. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I think that's why like uh, online dating had such a stigma for a while because of like. Cl- personals and classifieds yeah. like there there just wasn't a good system 
Take it out of the realm of class. It's not like a garage sale. It like, was in the classified. Like the pina colada guy's ad was between two garage sales. No, uh, but it was in the same section in the newspaper. It was just like, I don't know. I think yeah, personals you... were at the end. Mm-hmm. It's like real estate, help wanted, personals. I mean, that's that's a good lineup. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, it's what you need in life, right? You yeah. need a you need a, a, a place to live, a, a shelter. shelter. Mm-hmm. A you job, need, uh, you some, some income, mm-hmm. and you need uh, you need love. Uh, you know what? I was wrong. Turns out, all you need is love. <laughs> yeah, you you're gonna need, need to throw too. the rest of yeah. the classifieds out. Uh, wh- how did we get on to talk? Oh, because I was uh, telling you about my my uh, my friends' parents, my family friends, my parents' friends. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, well, somebody was. They at- were cool. They had a Nintendo in their room. They cheated on each other. <laughs> well, just as far as I know, just one of them cheated on the other one, but cheated on him with somebody else in the friend group. Ooh, yeah, like another friend who was also married. Yes, Oof. and and it was found out through picking up like a a phone while uh, you know spicy talk was going what on. What the heck? You did that when the. How else did you have an affair like in the 90s? You know, people didn't have cell phones yet. They didn't have two lines. I mean, it would be suspicious if all of a sudden it was like, I think we need another line that only I have access to. Yeah, sometimes you'll see in movies from like the 70s, -hmm. like uh, the phone will ring. Yeah. And then no one will be on the line. And then the, the, the husband will just get really mad and be like, well, my wife (laughs) is having an affair. (laughs) I know what this means. Yeah, and that's why. And nine times out of ten, this guy was right. Yeah. Yeah, they rarely put that in movies unless it turns out to be a plot point. But anyway, he had... He had... <laughs> a phone ringing and <laughs> like a wrong number. <laughs> well, my wife's having an affair. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he had, he had Zelda. I played Zelda, but didn't really know how to play it. Um, I was reading about, though, uh, you mentioned that he looks like Peter Pan. Yeah. He was inspired by Peter Pan, especially the pointed ears. Now in Wait, Peter Pan had pointed ears? The Disney one did. And now here's the thing. In in Zelda, Zelda's like an elf-type species. Or not Zelda. Zelda and Link. Yeah. They're you both play as like Link, Hyrulean. And it's like, oh, they're kind of elf-like. Um, but Peter Pan in the Disney, Peter Pan, there was never an explanation why he had elf ears. I don't remember him having yeah, elf, he had elf ears. Yeah, elf ears. Let me get a picture up. I mean, Peter you're going to look up a picture. It's going to be Peter Pan with elf ears. Okay. <laughs> I accidentally <laughs> typed <laughs> Peter Man. Let's see what this guy is. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like bef- before an episode, Tim, I need to just give you a list of like, here's things I'm going to bring up that you might want to Google beforehand. I don't see the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course I'm right. I looked it up myself. Wow. Well, you know, I'm just not in the business of taking your word for things. So I've been burning too many that. times in the past. <laughs> but it got me thinking about how often, because we just did an episode about Mario, uh, how often Nintendo just kind of like rip shit off in the early days. Yeah, like... Uh... Donkey Kong was King Kong. Right. And they were like, but to not get sued, we'll make them Donkey Kong. Yeah. And then they got sued anyway. Did they? Yeah, they got sued. Um, I think Nintendo, I mean, either Nintendo won or they worked something out, obviously, because Donkey Kong still exists. I think they maybe had to like change a few things that were like even closer to, mm. to being like uh, King Kong. 
But in this, it was like, yeah, let's make him Did look he, like... Uh, he no longer came from Kong Island. <laughs> uh, he, can't, he came from Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. Kong Country. Um, but Zelda... I remember as a kid thinking, like, is this Peter Pan? Like, is, is this a different name for Peter? And I always thought all these, like, ah, you're you're creating brand confusion with our trademark, blah, blah, blah. I always thought all that stuff was bullshit. But then I think about when I was a kid and how often I was confused yeah, but about you, how things were related. Know. We were all confused about everything. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But I mean, I you think can't, that's why I don't think an argument should be made like, "Oh, you confused kids." Kids are confused; they're not they're not smart. Yeah, you should be able to trick them to sell them products. <laughs> I mean, uh, they can't buy them. They they then have to convince the parents, it's and true. the parents are going to know this guy Link. He's no Peter Pan. Peter I, Pan I, doesn't have pointed ears, think and of... it's the eighties, so they can't look it up on the internet. <laughs> I think a, a normal and. The movie was probably in the Disney vault, yeah. if, we're, if we're going by the numbers, right? Those were only taken out for, what, six months at a time? Yeah, I th- we had Peter Pan on VHS, so I think it, w- it was possible that somebody, at least my parents, could have gone home and looked at the Peter Pan VHS tape and been like, this is bullshit. Right. Well, we didn't. I'm sure parents were like, I, I guess this is like a Peter Pan game, whatever. Huh. Sim? Hey. Knock yourselves out. Zelda and... And then they go, a golden cartridge? What did we pay for this thing? <laughs> let's check let's in the receipt. melt it. Yeah. And, and just uh, sell the gold. Tim, uh, Zelda, Link, all, all those characters, like the first game. Once again, Shigeru Miyamoto, the creator of Mario. Yeah. He's not involved in later games, but he was uh, very involved in the creation of it. And in fact... From uh, I I got this from uh, the internet. From an early age, Miyamoto explored the natural areas around his home. He discovered a cave, and after days of hesitation, got a lantern and went inside. His expeditions into the Kyoto countryside inspired his later work, particularly The Legend of Zelda. Hmm. So if he hadn't found that cave, and he, and then much later in life was like, yeah, I'd make a game out of this. How come no uh, Americans have made a game about finding pornography in the woods? Well, now's our chance. Yeah. And I can be like, oh, actually, it harkens back to my childhood when I would often find pornography. Not as often as you would want, but it, the, uh, often enough. This doesn't happen anymore, huh? Like, I think, uh, you know, kids finding uh, old nudie mags in, yeah. the, in the woods. You could... You could go put a bunch of nudie mags in the woods, and kids aren't going to go to the woods to even find them. That's kids probably the safest place to keep them. I think kids just don't go in the woods. No, of course not. Kids don't explore caves with lanterns <laughs> anymore either. No. That sounds kids so much... Kids too soft. Yeah. Start sending kids into caves again. Give them a lantern. Yeah. Help put, them light it. That's going to be, you know... a box of old waterlogged pornography at the back of the cave. They'll give them a nice reward. This week's episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is brought to you by Nutrafol. Have you noticed that your hair just isn't looking as healthy as it used to? Maybe you're starting to see more of your scalp or you're self-conscious about thinning patches. It can be frustrating. But with Nutrafol, you don't have to just accept it. You can do something about it. 
Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage for men and women. Nutrafol's hair growth supplements use physician-formulated natural medical-grade ingredients. Their drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results. Thinning hair is different for men and women. Nutrafol has multiple unique formulas to provide exactly what they need based on their biology, age, and other lifestyle factors. Go to Nutrafol.com men to take their hair health wellness quiz. Identify causes of your thinning hair and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair growth through whole body wellness. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning. Stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism through whole body health. The best part? While it will help you keep your hair, reduce your stress, and improve your sleep, you won't have to make any compromises. And it works. In clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after six months. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code GUIDE. Find out why over 3,500 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code GUIDE. That's Nutrafol.com promo code GUIDE. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Tom, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about my week right now. Okay. In any given week, mm-hmm. I feel like there's so many concerns of others that uh, that I concern myself with. Yes. Right? It's 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 how can I serve their needs? Well, what do they expect from me? Yeah. How can I mean, I I've never been. I've them? never been subject to this, but yeah. Well, I, I, there's a lot. There's a lot of people, but you know what? I'm rarely concerned about what what old Timmy needs. Yeah, how much time I spend on myself. Yeah, it's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you, and and you don't take a moment for yourself to consider what you need from yourself it's important tim it's like when they tell you you got to put the mask on yourself before helping others on the plane hey same thing in real life exactly not to imply planes aren't real life well you know planes are like a break from real life (laughs) in some ways you're flying through the air tom you're telling me that's real (laughs) anyway (laughs) if you're spending all your time on everybody else you know you can you know what happens you can get burned out yeah uh therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can help uh you can keep supporting others yes without leaving yourself behind tom mm-hmm. we're big on the benefits of therapy on this show right yes we really like it basically it can empower you to be the best version of yourself while serving yourself in the best way um if you're thinking of starting therapy mm-hmm. consider giving better help a try Guess what? Cyberspace, Tom. It's yeah. all online. Wow. So they've designed this whole thing to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Here's what you do. You fill out this questionnaire. They Is it match brief? You. Is it a brief questionnaire? Yeah. yeah. I, would, okay. I, would, I, would, I would consider it brief. You get matched with a licensed therapist, 
And uh, anytime, you can switch therapists for no additional charge. Something's not working out? Hey. Yeah, just switch it up. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Complete Guide. Tim, I've got some other uh, Zelda uh, trivia for you before we get into like uh, the Switch games, I think. Okay. Uh, the Legend of Zelda is a series of video games. Did we mention that? We, uh, I, th- I don't know if we mentioned that, but it's true. Okay. Uh, if you've heard otherwise, that person's lying to you. Yeah. Or uh, they're misinformed themselves. Tim, there's a... Might not g- be malicious. There's a game... I remember... I think this was the first Zelda game I owned, Link's Awakening for the Game Boy. Okay. It was a fun Zelda game. It was inspired by Twin Peaks. Really? The director of the game... Uh, I don't have his first name. Games have directors? His, his name is Tezuka, uh, or Tezuka. Uh, suggested we make all the characters suspicious types in the then pop like in the then popular Twin Peaks. Basically, he he was like, you know what I like about Twin Peaks that it's like a small town with like a small cast of characters, but everybody's suspicious. Everybody I wanna, is kind of suspicious. I want to make a Zelda game where everybody's a little bit mm. suspicious in it. I wouldn't like to live in Twin Peaks. No. I'd like to go see some of those concerts though at the uh, local. Oh, uh, in the in the uh, the return. Yeah, go uh, see the Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. What a, what, what a weird series that was. It was. They should make another Zelda game based off uh, Twin Peaks: The Return. Um, you mentioned that the. Uh, uh, Zelda cartridges were gold. Mm-hmm. However, there was a yellow prototype cartridge that sold on eBay for $150,000. That's not so bad. I would consider that. It is crazy, though, to think about, like, because uh, I... I don't understand collecting things. I it's d- like, ooh, it's a rare prototype. Yeah. And, like, now I can sell it to somebody else. <laughs> So they could be like, ooh, it's worth something, and they can sell it to somebody yeah, else? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's an interesting piece of like history if you're into you know, that, that kind of history. I think we can all agree it's like not that interesting, though, right? <laughs> no, I mean, to just have, like, I'm, I'm it's sure... It's a yellow the, cartridge. I'm like, sh- this was a prototype. They were thinking of making it yellow. They didn't. No, I think it was probably just like, oh, the prototypes are yellow. Like, I remember when I worked at Apple and I, uh, like, went to Cupertino for training. uh, (laughs) To the Baseball Hall of Fame? (laughs) You're thinking of Cooperstown, Tim. Ah. It's a different place. All right. But the uh, training we had to do was like a lot of the machines that they had us, like, you know, take apart and put back together Mm -hmm. were prototype machines. Because they had a, like, red lot. What? What are you laughing at? You said that like that was a big reveal. (laughs) Guess what? The aristocrats. (laughs) Well, like, a lot of the... uh, There were prototypes. The logic boards, instead of being, like, uh, green or or dark green, they were red. Mm -hmm. And that was just so they could know... I, I don't accident don't accidentally sell this to joke you public. Well, I'm not going to know what to do with I, it. I think it was just a way to very visually tell that's a prototype, not a finished product. Right. But I just think about how you know I 
took apart and put back together this iMac that like a hundred other people had probably done the same. And if I had somehow stolen that iMac, I probably and sold it now, I could probably retire on it. Right. So I just think this you should, is well. Think now mm-hmm. of what you can steal. I, I'm always and then thinking sell about what I can steal to now. Years, and yeah. then, I mean, that's why this it's stuff been a is, long game. That's why this stuff is valuable because I'm sure this like yellow Zelda cartridge was all beat up. And had been like thrown around an office for a year. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, yeah, there were probably 10 of these made. The other nine broke or got thrown out. And this is one that happened to survive. Right. But I'm just thinking, like, if one of those people probably that, you know. I just think the whole market for these things uh, is uh, well, it's zany. Always, it's always crazy to me, too, how some of these things like actually get out because there's. You know, this stuff's never supposed to actually leave. So I I always wonder when, like, these auctions go up, uh, if somebody like Nintendo is going to step in and be like, ah, 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 that's our company property. We want it back. And maybe they'd be able to do that. I don't know. Right. Uh, more trivia, Tim. The f- So there's a lot of... Uh, so I was, like, trying to look into, like, Zelda lore. What if we made fake prototypes from Batman? I have people do that shit, too. Yeah, I, yeah I, it's called almost... fraud. But, I mean, you can do I that. Mean, who cares? But, I well, mean, who, what, are they going to get convicted you, of fraud? Yes. <laughs> if you knowingly create a false copy of... How, number one, how are uh-huh. they going to find out? And number two, <laughs> what what jury in the world would care enough to be like, oh, you defrauded a guy that was going to pay uh, $150,000 for a sack of shit? <laughs> I think a lot of juries, if they knew like you had gone to great extent, you can't appeal to a jury by saying, who cares? <laughs> this guy's a loser for wanting it. <laughs> I mean, it's a unique defense. I don't know if anybody's ever tried it in court. Work. Uh, but I, I also, how would anybody know? Well, base like I'm expecting you to go home and like paint a Nintendo cartridge yellow and put it up on eBay. Yeah, and I think somebody would know. Then they would buy. Okay, it and, so guess what? I'll take a picture. Yeah, and they won't know because I'll you know make the angle right, uh-huh. and once they send me the money, I'll just never send it to them. <laughs> <laughs> that's the perfect crime i was looking into uh you know about this uh, uh that they made an inspector gadget figure that revealed doctor doctor claw's face no i didn't yeah know they made it and i was like oh i'd like to buy that so i looked it up on ebay very expensive there was one closed box one and in the description it was it, you know and it was like that uh like a i guess blister pack Mm-hmm. You know, that action figures uh, at least used to come in, maybe still come in. Uh, the, the, in the description, it said, I think this this uh, blister pack may have been glued back together. <laughs> Just FYI. It's like, well, then th- take it back apart. I don't know. I don't know. It's just it sound... telling it like it is. Yeah. You're buying it as is. Yeah, you're, yeah you're, you can put up a listing like, I think this prototype might just be a car, regular cartridge <laughs> Some painted, guy might yellow. Have just painted it yellow. Not <laughs> but sure. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm just putting it out there. You know, it's definitely buyer real. Buyer beware. Though, I, yeah. Um, did you see Dr. Claw's face? Yeah, I saw it. Tim what and does I it looked look at like? 
it just kind of looks like a mad scientist. Yeah. It's a little bit disappointing, to be honest. I with mean, you. what could it be that would be like, unless it was like, oh, that you? It, well, some people thought it was it was that he looked just like Inspector Gadget. That it like it either was Inspector Gadget or it was like Inspector Gadget's twin brother. That that was why they were keeping it a secret. Who was keeping it a secret? The producers of the show? They didn't want you to know? I mean, oh, they didn't. Family they strike. never showed it in yeah, the show. Yeah, but not to protect you from the fact that they were... That they were to, to keep you guessing until the big reveal. There was no reveal. There was. They in put the... out an action figure and showed what his face looked like. They revealed it in the real world. Yeah. It's just a guy. And guess what? When you... The, the box for the action figure... There's like a sticker over his face and it says like for the first time ever, like uh revealed what Dr. Claw looks like. That's smart marketing. That's how they yeah. get your money. Yeah. If I had seen that in the store, I would have bought it. I would have you know, five bucks to find out what Dr. Claw finally looks like. Yeah. And then you'd be like, Oh, he looks like a guy. He looks like a, a guy, all right. Same I, thing. I always say, like when when once they definitively say who the Zodiac killer was, yeah, they'll be like, "All right." <laughs> Unless it was John F. Kennedy, <laughs> I'm not gonna care. Uh, but I I found this out because I I was when I was researching this, I fell down a rabbit hole looking at uh, uh, the Link uh, Adventures of Zelda cartoon that was part of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, and the I, uh, that show actually had. Uh, not Don Adams, but a different voice actor for Inspector Gadget appear as a live action Inspector Gadget on the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Wait, there was a Gadget Mario Brothers crossover? Yeah. Wow. They also the one time had Captain Lou Albano appear on the show. I mean, he was always on. No, as Captain oh, Lou. as Captain Lou, not yeah. as Mario. Mario. But it was funny, the... Uh, the uh, Wikipedia article was like they didn't use trick photo- photography. Instead, Mario exited the room before Captain Lou came out, and then re-entered the room after Captain Lou left. <laughs> and they didn't even stop tape. <laughs> he was gone for twelve minutes while he changed costumes. Uh, but that—that's how I, I fell down the rabbit hole and found out about this. Uh, this whole. Uh, uh, gotcha. All right, thing. we're talking about the games. The game. Well, let me tell you some other things, Tim. Oh, I was talking about the lore being all wacky all uh-huh. over the place. According to some versions of the lore in the timeline, the first Zelda game, the Adventures of or the, Adventures the Legend, of, no, uh, the, Legend the Legend of Zelda, of Zelda is actually chronologically the last story. In hmm. the in the scheme of things, see all of this. So it's just like a series of sequ- of prequels. Be- yeah, but they Has, like kind of go all over the question. What? Has a prequel ever been good? Uh, the Star Wars prequels. I be- love besides those. that, um, Rogue One was good. That was a prequel. All right, Star Wars. <laughs> um, but yeah, prequels often aren't good because they're they're I like when uh prequels are like they wink to things that are yeah, going to happen they're, they're like this like thing that. will never happen <laughs> it's like what this guy doesn't know is that it's going to happen yeah uh he's like i'll it. never become darth vader yeah. well 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 wait Turns and see out, yeah. Anakin. Um, you idiot but then sometimes there's a red herring 
Yeah. And like uh, somebody else, with a, Jar Jar Binks will say, ah, Misa will never become <laughs> Darth Vader. And it's like, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't. We yeah. already knew that, though. I thought that line was weird in the prequels, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, but yeah, but the timeline's like all over the place to the point where if, you, if you're if you a reasonable person and you look at all the Zelda lore, you go, every game, for the most part, is forget about everything else. This is just a new story with the same characters. Can you explain to me the general lore of the Zelda universe? Like, who is Zelda to Link? So Zelda is the princess, I believe, of Hyrule, which is like kind of like a Middle Earth. Okay. So, Already. Yeah. 100%. Like, out. I don't think Hyrule is like a planet or a world. It's like a continent. Okay. Uh, Zelda is it's the- It's a state of mind. <laughs> no, I think it's just a continent. Zelda is the princess- uh, there's this guy. It's it's very similar to to Mario, where it's uh, there's Ganon, and he's like a bad guy. He wants to take over the kingdom. He's always kidnapping Zelda, right? And Link always has to rescue Zelda. Uh, Link purposefully has like very little personality and never, almost never speaks, right? Because it's supposed to be like a surrogate for the player, right? Which is and like you have no personality playing it, <laughs> so they're like, yeah, yeah, Ta- you're their target. I audience. mean, I'm not. I don't have any personality when I play it. I'm just staring at the screen, like, what's gonna happen next? But what I didn't know, which what I was genuinely shocked to find out, Tim, Zelda and Link, no romantic relationship between really? them. None. It's just like chivalrous, Platonic. like yeah, just friends. Just they, they both. Hey, I don't like that my friend was kidnapped. I'm gonna right. go. I'm gonna go. And like I know my friend stands for good, and the guy who kidnapped her stands for evil. Does Link so have I'm like gonna... a whole other significant other that he's? Just I don't like, think so. I huh. think he's uh, an incel. Yeah. Involuntarily. <laughs> yeah, I think he's. he's Does he go celibate, to Zelda and he's like, "Come on, I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. I saved you." Don't you, you owe me. Come on, at least a little something. <laughs> Why did I even do this? Yeah. I do this all the time. I save you all the time. Yeah. Uh, but I was shocked. I thought for sure it was, you know, like a, you know, Mario and the princess where it's like, I don't know if they're like really together together, but like he saves her and he gets a kiss out of it. Yeah. That's That's what's in it for him. Yeah, he's such a freaking loser. He's like, ooh, the kiss was made it worth it. <laughs> the kiss was enough. Did they? Am I imagining that? Do they kiss in the in the game? I've never beaten a <laughs> Mario game. Or am I? Or am I just? Uh, is that just wishful thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Have I written that in? Is that my own head canon? Uh, so I wonder if they kiss in the movie. There isn't a Zelda movie. No. uh, The Mario Mario movie? Peach. Yeah, I guess you'll have to go to the theater to find out. Yeah, I'll never do that. (laughs) Well, wait till it comes out on uh, home box office. It's not going to come to HBO. Maybe it will. I don't (laughs) know who put it out. Universal? One of them. Yeah, one of the big theater. One of the big uh, studios did, not theaters. Tim? Who did Minions? It's that. Uh, yeah, it's the same. DreamWorks. As the... So yeah, maybe... is DreamWorks still a thing? Uh, I'm not did sure. Did Steven Spielberg make this f- picture? You know what I don't like? What's that? 
people uh, who aren't in Hollywood uh, who call movies pictures. Didn't you just do that? Yeah, but I did it to be a, you know, a big shot. Tim, do you know where the name Zelda came from? Um, I wish I wish I could say yes, Tom. <laughs> well, after, after I tell you, you will be able to say yes. It's a literal wish come true. <laughs> Named after F. Scott Fitzgerald's wife. Ah. Zelda Fitzgerald. Yeah. It was just basically they liked the sound of the name and they were like, ah, let's make it Zelda. Did you read that book? The Great Gatsby? We uh, read we read it for Books the Podcast. No, no, that book uh Zelda? <laughs> yeah, wasn't the there strategy like a guide? book like called like Z or something? Yeah. Z? Z? No. Is that about Zelda? Yeah, but Fitzgerald. Oh, boring. I want to learn more about you don't like the Roaring Twenties? Um, I guess I kind of do. Well, I'm watching uh, Perry Mason right now. Is that about the Roaring Twenties? It's 20s? about the Thirties. It's about the depressing Thirties. But it it happens right after the Roaring Twenties. I know. Still some vestiges. You know what's good about this show, Perry Mason, by the way? What's that? It takes place in, like I think it's like 1932, 33, in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And like Los Angeles, yeah, tr- is it the the Los Angeles of Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Kind of, uh, it, but it's like a fascinating time in Los Angeles because like basically a city just kind of sprung out of nowhere and rapidly grew. Uh-huh. But I realized in watching it, and you know, it's an HBO show, so they do like an amazing job with like the set design and the costumes and everything. Like everything looks period accurate. Like I don't know, I was watching an episode the other night. And he like goes home and he's got this. You know like, what else I heard was never mind. <laughs> he's got this like wacky ice box that I was like trying to figure out how it even worked. But I'm like, man, they either had to make that or source a nearly hundred year old ice box that looks brand new. Either way, that that's uh impressive. So there's like a lot of stuff like that, but I was thinking like we never get to see like nineteen thirties LA in a story that has nothing to do with Hollywood. Right. Well, it was all it was all, it was a industry town, Tom. I know. And and there's still some of course like connections to the industry. Yeah. But like not a lot. It it's not really about that at all. I just feel like we never see 1930s Hollywood not in black and white. Well, Tim, this show's in full color. It's in uh You're high definition. Me, high definition. How did they how did they do that? The cameras were not that good back they then. They got a, a a bunch of them. They put them all together. Smart, <laughs> um, smart filmmaking right there. Uh, we might find this next fact interesting as Southpaws, Tim. Z- uh, Link is a lefty. Mm. However, he was not in the Wii version of Zelda Twilight Princess because you had to use the Wiimote. And uh. since most people are right handed... So the game, it was like a lot, not a lot, but I guess like the the last few Zelda games, a couple of Zelda games, kind of had this weird thing like uh, Breath of the Wild came out the day the Switch came out, but it was also the last game for the Wii U. Right. So it was like kind of weird. Really? Yeah. So it came out on both systems. 
And I think it was kind of one of those things where, like, a lot of times the Zelda games take a lot longer than is expected to make them because, you know. They're open world. They're open world, and it's just, like, a big world, a lot of stuff. Uh, So I think it was like, ah, this will come out, you know, in the Wii U's heyday. I didn't realize the Wii U was only out for, like, four and a half years. I don't even know what the Wii is. It was the system after the Wii and before the Switch. Yeah, I know. And it was called the Wii U, which was very confusing because it's it's like, oh, it's a Wii. University. (laughs) No, but it was like. I thought it was something that was like, yeah, I'm not a college kid. I wouldn't understand. (laughs) Well, I, a lot of people thought like, oh, there's like an attachment you buy for the Wii or something like that, or just like an upgraded Wii. Um, I think if I enroll in college, people would think I'm cool and young. Again. No, they yeah. they would think you were the professor's father at this point. <laughs> they could let me live in the dorms. <laughs> no. Party with all that. There, there must be rules about that because like I was an RA for three years in college and I never had like an adult just come live in the dorms. And I always thought like, I mean, I know people that are older that are, you know, from classes that are undergrads because, you know, they, they came back or they stopped college for one reason or another and came back. But like I, there was some strict like, but no, nah, you can't have a, like a 35 year old man living yeah. in the dorms. But what about a 41 year old man? <laughs> I don't know. You know, that's a good point. Um well, oh, I was talking about, uh, yeah, the Wii U and the Switch. Uh, but Twilight Princess was, I think, a similar thing where it came out on the GameCube and the Wii. So the GameCube version was normal. But then the Wii version, they had to flip the whole game horizontally or vertically. Vertically? Yeah. Uh, to to make uh, Link right-handed because most people would be using the the Wii Mote in their right hand. I thought uh, that was interesting. I think that's cool. Um, I'm thinking and Twilight just, Princess. Who are we talking about? Kristen Stewart. Did you just look <laughs> up? I saw you typing over. <laughs> you forgot her name. Yeah. Um. But also, you want to hear my other joke from before? Uh, when you said that something in Perry Mason was period accurate. Uh, I was going to say, you want to know what other production's period accurate? Um, the new film, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Because it's about a period. Yeah. yeah, I get it. These are great. You should uh, whip these out. You know, Tim, it's just like my uh, Legend of Zelda joke that, unfortunately. No, we got, I think we we're doing great. so timid with our jokes. I know, I know. Um. But I think it's interesting that they flip the whole game rather than just Link. Right. So, like, the whole game. Uh, That's probably easier. You press one button, it flips. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. That's yeah. probably why they did it that way. They they could probably just put it in the code, like, yeah, when you rendered the game, flip the yeah. whole thing. Um, flip it, reverse it. Yeah. I forget the rest of the words. Uh, Link has only spoken twice in any of these games. He said, come on, in Wind Waker, okay. and giddy up in Twilight Princess. Uh, uh, Twilight Princess? Who are we talking about? Kristen Stewart? Uh, for, and we'll edit out the, uh, the other ones, so then people... Um, now let's talk about uh, Breath of the Wild and the new the new game, Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. Now you own Breath of the Wild. Yeah, right? I played the first uh, few minutes of it. Uh huh. I don't know what I like. I walked out of this. It starts in a cave, and it's like, "Wake up, Link! Wake up, Link!" And I'm yeah. just like, 
I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> You're already confused. It's a guy waking up. Yeah. Everybody uh, knows all the best stories start with the main character waking up. Lost. Mm-hmm. Groundhog Day. Yep. Does it start with him waking no, up? No, it yeah. starts with him uh, being a jerk. So we got Lost so mm-hmm. far. And I mean, it while. is like Lost-like. You're a where... big Matthew Fox guy, right? <sighs> not a big Matthew Fox I mean, guy. not his acting, but his personal <laughs> life, right? His behavior. <laughs> when... In Breath of the Wild, when Link wakes up, it is like a mystery situation where he like he has like amnesia. He doesn't really yeah. know what happened. And I think yeah, in the Twin game, Peaks, if you ask me. yeah, and I think in the game, and again, like the lore in all these games is so confusing. But I think it's like he had been asleep for like hundreds of years when right. he wakes up, and you know, he fi- he like slowly learns like, oh, you were a guy that used to. I think like a bunch of people are like, you look like a guy who used to be around hundreds of years ago, and then finally he's like, I th- that was me, but he doesn't say it because he doesn't talk. Right. Yeah. No, he walked around a little bit. Me and Link. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, for for somebody like you that wants goals, the Zelda games maybe aren't great, or the recent ones. Yeah, like, I'm not really looking to, like, spend time uh, admiring the world. It's not so much that. I mean, you can do that, of course. Like, they're beautifully designed. Yeah, and I, 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 I agree. Yeah, thank you. But the the Breath of the Wild game and this upcoming game, they're both um, extremely nonlinear where they kind of don't give you any instruction in the beginning. And like Breath of the Wild is famous for that when you first start, you can see like Ganon's castle way off in the distance. And if you want, if you want, you can just run straight to it. And, and take on him. the final boss, you'll die. But I mean, but not, not me though. Well, there are people that that are like so good at the game that it's like no, I picked up a branch and I you know ran naked as Link all the way to the final boss and was able to beat him. Right. But that's not the way the game's supposed to be played. Right. It's supposed to be you kind of have to figure out what you can do, what you should do. See, that's too much like life. <laughs> well, I was going to say a big part of the game. Like, I should spend my time figuring out my own <laughs> life, not Link's life. A big part of the game is that you don't necessarily have to do everything and you don't necessarily have to do a lot of it in order. You can right. kind of Tell follow. Tell that to my parents. You can just kind of follow your heart in these yeah. games and decide mm. like, oh, that looks interesting over there. I'm gonna go run over that way. Yeah, but sometimes there's monsters over there. Yeah, and some well, and you can fight those monsters. You can run away from the monsters. You can sneak up on the monsters. Yeah. You can like trick the monsters into fighting each other. You know, one of them's looking the other way. You throw a rock at his head. He turns around. He's like, "Hey!" to another yeah. monster, and then they start fighting. It's a big. They created kind of like a a system of of uh, interactions with things. But then kind of leave it up to the to the player to decide. So like an example is if you're out in a thunderstorm and you have either like a metal shield or a metal sword on your back, you'll start getting like sparks of electricity coming off you that are like warnings mm-hmm. and you can be hit with lightning. So early on you realize like, oh, okay, when, when there's lightning around, I got to take off the metal stuff. Right. 
But then you realize, hey, wait a minute. Can I like steal a bad guy's wooden sword, leave out my metal sword, go run away? He'll pick up the metal sword. He'll get hit by lightning. And like that works. Right. So there's a lot of stuff like that. You must have felt pretty proud of yourself when you figured that out. I didn't figure that out. I read about it. But there's a ton of stuff like that. And even stuff like the game designers didn't think of. But they they made the world. And I think that's why these games take so long because they kind of figure out like, okay, how can these things work together in a way that won't break this entire game, and then we'll leave it up to the players to to figure it out. Right. And the new game, Tears of the Kingdom, like a big part. Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. I saw this. Uh, uh, box in the uh lobby of my building today it was like one of these like uh you know delivery dog food companies Mm -hmm. but it said long live dogs on it and i thought at first long live dogs (laughs) like my dog (laughs) like like doxies they should be shipping them in boxes (laughs) long live dogs yeah Okay. I I, I Long agree with this. Live dogs. <laughs> um in a y- box. In a box. Uh Do, I uh, from what I understand, not a lot of people know uh there's not a lot of information out there about Tears of the Kingdom. Tim, there's a lot of information because guess what? <laughs> the game leaked. Oh no. Yeah. It leaked uh I think like 2 weeks early. Hmm. And uh, so not only can you play it on your switch if you have like a you know modified switch or whatever, which I do not. Okay. I don't have a modified switch. I play by the rules. Okay, there it is, folks. Tim doesn't have a modified <laughs> switch. Out a... <laughs> he plays by the rules. Tim can barely figure out how to play a game he bought from a store in it. So yeah. He does not have a modified switch. Yeah, not only that, I can't figure out how to unsubscribe from it. <laughs> uh, if you modify your switch, I think the, they might cancel your oh, subscription. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but a lot of people are also playing the game on their computers through emulators. Uh. And the thing, the thing is, like, so the switch now is, I want to say, like seven years old. Does that sound about right? Twenty seventeen, I think. Yeah, does that sound about right? Yeah. Okay. I just looked up when Breath of the Wild came out, and it came out in 2017. So seven years old, and like, what you have to realize is the Switch is essentially just an Android tablet. Okay. Like, the the guts of it are an Android tablet. So think about, like, and it wasn't even that powerful at the time it came out. (laughs) Right. And now it's seven years on. And think about like a seven-year-old iPhone or a seven-year-old iPad, like how shitty those would work. Right. Uh, So that's the situation the Switch is in. Uh, But mine works fine, right? Well, yes, they all work fine. It's just, you know, the reason why an iPhone or like an iPad or an Android phone or whatever that's that old doesn't work well is because the software keeps getting updated for new things. Right. So that's the advantage the switch has. It's like no matter what version of the switch you have, it has the same guts inside of it. So when they design a game, they've got to make it work on just that one thing. So they can really like squeeze a lot out of it, Mm -hmm. but custom build custom build for it. But they're really like reaching the limits of that. 
So if you play this game, the on eagle an, said, "Take it to the limit." <laughs> the eagle said, "Take it easy." <laughs> <laughs> they said they took a lot of things. Um, the emulators you can like push the game further. So you know w- when you're playing this Zelda game, I think it plays at like 900p, so not even really full HD. Right. But if you have like a powerful computer, you can play this game in 4K. It will scale up. So people have been pirating the game, but then also like playing it on their computer where it's going to look a lot better and play right. a lot more smoothly. Huh. Have you done that? I haven't done that, Tim. I'm a good boy. You say you're a good boy. I abide by the law. Tim, um, you'll never see me in court having to defend <laughs> selling a uh, painted cartridge. <laughs> Telling, telling the jury that the my, <laughs> the guy's a loser for wanting it, <laughs> and that I'm I'm right rightfully stealing from a loser, so it's fine. <laughs> you could dupe a loser; that should be legal. I look. I don't disagree with you, Tim. I think blackmail should be legal. Yep. I think it should be legal to uh, extort somebody, and I think you should be able to dupe a loser. <laughs> If somebody wants something so badly that they don't do their own due diligence, yeah. that should be fine. Or if they want something that's stupid to want. <laughs> now, what if you get duped, though, like buying a used car? And they're like, oh, the guy's a loser for wanting this. <laughs> no, I don't think you're a loser for wanting, uh, for but, needing transportation. But what if it's like a PT Cruiser? Okay, yeah, then, then guess what? And somebody's selling you, like, there's a first edition, it's yeah, if somebody, out. Yeah, if somebody buys a fake first edition PT Cruiser, sorry, you they, know, they there's, no, to be there's no recourse available to you. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. You can check out all of our social media links there. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal Tim. And check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide, where we have books and podcasts. We're reading It's Not TV, It's HBO, The Story of HBO. I don't know if that's the subtitle. No, I think it's not. It's called It's Not TV. It's HBO. Well, no, well, it's about HBO. I think it's called It's Not TV, The Story of HBO. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. It's a the great... Rise and uh, Future. Yeah, because it's not Rise and Fall because they, hey, they haven't fallen Still yet. Still standing. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com uh, slash complete guide. You get all these episodes. You get all the back episodes of books of podcasts. If you prefer the Bible or Wuthering Heights instead of hot new media properties papa Uh, the papa john story there are a whole bunch of good books in there and uh the great gatsby mentioned earlier yeah patreon that was the first one we did tom yeah look at that wow i guess we're not so different from shigeru miyamoto (laughs) (laughs) we're also creative geniuses patreon.com slash complete guide tim are you going to buy tears of the kingdom um I think I would be foolish to before I play yeah. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it's also it's ten dollars more than than uh, sixty dollars. It's seventy dollars. <laughs> ten dollars more than sixty dollars. That's a good way to think about all money. Well, the thing is, like, you know, the it is kind of crazy that games have been sixty dollars more or less for so long. Yeah. And uh, and I remember when we were kids, like there were 
Super Nintendo games that were seventy dollars, and that's back. That's in, ten dollars more than sixty. Well, but that's back in nineties dollars. Yeah. But basically, like when the when the PS Five and the new Xboxes came out, they took the opportunity to be like, "All right, uh, standardize." And in fairness, I think they were like, "Look, you got five hundred bucks lying around to buy this game. You got uh, buy this new system hot off the presses. You got an extra. You're gonna buy the new game, even though we make it ten dollars more. Right? You know, they they properly judge that. But uh, Nintendo didn't come out with a new system, but just went. Our games are now ten dollars more too. Okay. But again, by the time I, I get ne- around to it, I think it'll be cheap. How much is Breath no, of the Wild? No, because that's right the now? thing. Nintendo doesn't like cut prices oh, on really? their games. Yeah. Like the cheapest, I think Breath of the Wild. You Miyamoto could've... won't cut a deal. No, he knows what what the games yeah. are worth. Uh, I think like the cheapest you could get Breath of the Wild was probably like forty dollars maybe on sale at some point. Yeah, well, that's what I'll buy. Yeah, uh, and that didn't always used to be the case. Like they, you know, they used to have like the greatest hits or whatever. They would re-release games cheap. You know, gotten too powerful. We should take yeah. Nintendo down a peg. Well, I mean, they had their the probably the biggest game of their system come out two weeks early. But you can only get it if you steal it. So yeah. I think that that's probably going to take him down a peg or two. Um, we have a friend, Tom, mm-hmm. who uh, is really into Zelda. Oh. Um, he's five years old. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And do you remember his Halloween costume? Yeah, it and was his uh, family's Link. Halloween? He, oh, yeah, and they were all like... Uh, like obscure... <laughs> monsters and villains from yeah there. and like really good homemade costumes yeah and like he wasn't like i was like oh this kid's gonna be link for halloween can't wait to see him. his green peter pan yeah. outfit <laughs> it's like no he was it wasn't green because like link's yeah. not wearing green these days or yeah, something. he wears blue and uh, yeah i mean you can you can get other outfits but yeah, yeah he starts off with like a blue yeah. one yeah. so huh. hey tom he's gonna listen to this and be but, like why the fuck didn't they talk about any of the stuff I like? <laughs> well, that's, the times they are changing. What's that mean? Link's blue now, right? Nintendo's gone woke. <laughs> I don't get me started. All right, we'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.